Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another weekly meeting with you guys. Last one of the year 2019. It's pretty much gone in terms of business. Good morning to Ed, Christina, George, Denise, who said good morning to me today. I'm going to get started right away. It is the last meeting of the year. You have questions. I'm here to answer them. I want to get started with one of the most important workshops we've ever done in the Monte organization or at the Monte organization. And it was a workshop we did last week about how to become a top listing agent. We had the fortune to have four of the top listing agents in Day County. Riley Smith, number one listing agent last year, 300 over three, I'm sorry, over 300 transactions closed 2019 this year. Again, one more time, I'm gonna say it one more time. Riley Smith, over 300 transactions closed in 2019. And Anthony with who has averaged over 125 transactions a year for the past 10 years. None of the two work with buyers. It's all about listings, listings, listings. I'm gonna focus today on those two, and I'm gonna talk in the next weekly planner about the other two amazing agents we had at the workshop. Nivaldo Soria, who started making $30,000 in the first two years. That's about $15,000 a year. And now he's one of the most dominant agents, according to the association, in terms of listings. And Oscar Teran from Avanti Way, who has been the number one listing agent five years in a row for the, com for the company. Good morning, Scott, to you too. Now I'm going to get started with what I personally learned or at least reinforced from that meeting with those four top amazing, amazing real estate agents. If you have questions, you can go to the uh, uh, chat box, ask your question. I'll be more than glad to answer it. So let's get started by good morning, Liam. Let same people all the time saying good morning. Thank you very much to you guys. Appreciate it. We have a lot of more people in the line. So hopefully you guys say good morning too. Now let's get started. I'm going to share my entire screen so you can see a, a little a picture of what is what about what it was about in the workshop last week we had it here in our offices we're going to do that more often next year 2020 so for those of you who are in south florida we're going to start filming the miami real estate show right right here in our first floor in our training center it has space for about 20 to 25 people you guys are going to be invited you do not have to pay anything we're going to bring you and you can ask questions to the guests we're going to have so we're going to film the miami real estate show at least two times per month you need to reserve in advance again you don't have to pay and we are going to be asking questions uh to those agents filming the miami real estate show and then it'll be your opportunity to ask those agents how what they've done, what they're doing to uh, to achieve such amazing results. So this is what I took from Anthony, right? I've been coaching Anthony for many years, at least uh, I would say four to five years. He's an amazing, amazing agent, averaging again, over 125 transactions per year over the past 10 years. So let's see. Anthony said something very interesting that, that I have not heard before, which is when you go into a listing presentation, we know that one of the top challenges we have is determining the right price of the property. Sometimes, and, and I say to you guys, you do not want to tell your client so much the property is worth. You want to lay down the comparables and ask them how much they think is worth. 
Well, Anthony is very formal, completely, completely different from Riley in terms of his approach to the presentation. So Anthony has what's called the green sheet, right? Where he asks or his team asks all the pre-qualifying questions before going to a presentation. Anthony not only does that, but also sends three videos to the prospective seller before going to the presentation. And then when he gets to the presentation, he has a very important, very, very formal uh, uh, listing package, right? Very, very methodic, step by step by step. And I'm wanting to, I wanted to compare it to Riley Smith, who is completely the opposite, both having amazing, amazing success. So you don't have to be one or the other, but you need to make sure that you understand who you are and then capitalize on your personal ability, skills, and your approach. So interesting that Riley said, okay, uh, uh, Anthony asked the client, how much do you owe and how much would you want to net? So very interesting. For example, if the client says, I owe $300,000, right, on, on, on the mortgage, and I want to net four fifty, then you have a pretty clear idea of how much that seller thinks the property is worth. Again, one more time, because when I hear this, I had to thought of, think about it. And then it become clear to me that is a very smart way of determining on the back end how much the seller thinks the property is worth. So, Anthony, how much do you owe currently on your mortgage? Let's say the seller is $350,000. Great. And how much would you want to net? I would like to net $450,000. Well, I would, I would like to net $100,000. Well, if the mortgage is $350,000, Dollars and the seller wants to net for fifty that a uh, hundred thousand. Then you know he thinks his property is worth four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I never thought about that over twenty years in the business. I thought it was a very very clever way of finding out through the back end how much the property is worth, right? Because sometimes, and he was saying that, and Riley, who was also present at the moment, said sometimes you ask the seller, how much you think your property is worth? And sometimes they are gonna come back to you and say, well, you are the expert. You tell me how much you think my property is worth, All right? Good, good, very good, very good uh, point. Uh, Anthony, as well as, as Riley's point number two right here, you want to be the first agent. So he asked the, the audience uh, when he got started with his presentation, who do you want to be? You wanna be the first agent to make the presentation? You want to be the second agent. You want to be the last agent. And some people say, I want to be the first. Some people said, I want to be the last agent. So I don't have to compete with anybody else. So he said the following. I want to be the first agent and go for the closing. That's simple. I don't want to give an opportunity to anybody else. Riley Smith, exactly the same thing. I just want to go immediately as soon as I can. And if I can get the listing, great. But I want to be there first. I don't want to miss the opportunity that somebody else is the first and they get the listing. So very important to not, never talk about this uh, in our coaching. Now I'm going to implement that with Anthony and Riley agreeing to you want to be the first agent and try to make sure that you go for the closing, right? Another very important point for some of you who are doing a lot of marketing. I know some people that I saw some names here in the in the chat. We want to make sure that if we're doing the marketing, we know exactly what type of marketing is working and which one is not. For those of you who know Anthony, he does a lot of marketing. Not only he does postcards, magazines, social media, videos, but he also has even a a uh, a big uh 
uh, what is it, a, a banner, big, big boss driving around with, with a huge banner of his, of his team, right? So he has a lot of different marketing venues. And every single time he meets with a seller, he makes sure he asks, how do you find about us? How do you hear about us? You want to make sure that you know exactly where your leads are coming from. The easiest way to do that is just by asking, all right? Another very important question he asked during the workshop was, who do you think is the, no, is the most important person in your building, in your community? He said it in a different way. He used the word, the gatekeeper, right? So the most important person in the building is the concierge, the person who sits in the front in the building. He knows everybody. He said he knows who's getting divorced, who's getting married, who's moving. So make sure you develop a very close relationship with the gatekeeper in your community, in your building. And that's usually the concierge if you live in a building. If you need a, if you live in a commu uh, close uh, community, usually it's the person in front, the security guard, right? So something very important, I want to make a stop right here, and I want you to look at me, all right? Uh, which is something that I've been working with my own business coach, with Dan Sullivan, all right? And good morning, Ana Karina. Yes, we're connected. Henry, good morning. Dennis, good morning. Salvador, good morning. Alex, Anthony's excellent. He was my broker for 10 years. Yes, I, uh, Alex, this is an amazing, not only an amazing professional, amazing broker, but also an amazing human being. He's always open to share his, his knowledge. And, and one of the things he mentioned during, during the, uh, the, the workshop is that as a broker, he doesn't make that much money. He makes way more money as a real estate agent, but it makes him feel good to share his knowledge. It makes him feel good to help other agents grow their business. So he said, and, and, and I, I didn't pay him to come here, right? So he he was very, very happy and open to come and share his knowledge with the, with the people. And he said, uh, at this point of my my business or my career, I am not, not doing things only for the money, but it brings me a lot of satisfaction to share my knowledge and my, my experiences with an audience. So yeah, this is not only an amazing, amazing um, uh, agent, but amazing broker, an amazing person. Or right. Audi, good morning. Good morning in the morning. Good morning, Audi. All right. So very good, guys. Questions? If you have questions, I'm here to answer them. So I'm going to go back to what I just said. Uh, Anthony, one of the main points is he has developed key relationships with the gatekeepers. Might be the person, a, a, a concierge in a building, might be the security guard in the front of a closed community. He might be the secretary of a big client. Good morning, Gloria. One of the things, uh, probably the most important thing that I'm working for 2020, which worked very well in 2019, and I'm, I'm planning to, to even go further on that. And I want you to please take a note of this. It, it was an eye opener. I was in, in a session with, with my coach, Dan Sullivan. And he said, there are two ways of achieving things, right, in business. One is to work very hard. And it's usually going to take a little bit of time, right? going to take some time. And sometimes you can shorter, all right, or take a very, very huge cut all right, on getting here just by having the right relationships. Sometimes you don't even have to be that good, right? Sometimes you don't even have to be that good if you have the right relationships. And we know that it's not about who you know, it's about who knows you. 
So some of you are more connected than others. Some of you say, well, but you know what? I don't know anybody. I'm not connected. My family is not ultra rich. Uh, you know, I'm new to this city. I get it. I get it. But it's like becoming a listing agent, right? The sooner you start working on becoming a listing agent, the sooner you're going to see results. Same thing with relationships, right? I'm not from Miami, right? I came here knowing nobody but my my uh, my uncle, right? So the sooner we get started developing relationships, the sooner we're going to see the fruits of that. So for 2020, one of your top priorities must be developing relationships. Who's going to be, all right? And if you don't know somebody, good thing about 2020, you know, the, the age we live today, and I'm deviating a little bit from what I learned on the top uh, uh, top list in agent, but this is key, key, key. Uh, one of the most important things in this era is that we are very close to the people we respect and admire, all right? And it's not that difficult. We're a phone call away. We're a, we're a message via social media away from connecting with somebody that we respect or admire, especially in the real estate industry, which is most people are local, right? So, or clients. So the question to you is, how much emphasis are you going to put on developing new relationships relationships for 2020? My own resolution, I wanna make sure that I have at the least two, ideally three lunch meetings or breakfast every single week that are focused on developing a very specific business relationship. What about yours? Guys, you can work very, very, very hard and you will eventually get there or you can shorter the length of the time it's gonna take you to get here by developing the right relationships, right? Uh, one of the things most agents do is that they hide in their apartment, in their house, they hide within the four walls of their offices and sometimes i'm guilty of that instead of being out there talking to people remember our business our job is to make sure that we talk to more and more and more people so please write this down one of your key priorities activities for 2020 is develop strong business relationships got it and that's what the thing so that's why I, it's not i deviate it's just one of the things that anthony said and he was very adamant about it and i and I related to that because I've been working on that for the past few months with my business coach, Don Sullivan, which is this key, which business relationships are you going to develop that are going to accelerate the process of getting to where you want to get, right? Because we are all striving, striving to get more and more and more improve and get bigger and bigger and bigger, right? So what develop, it's develop uh, the uh, relationships do you want to develop? All of you know people that can shorten the time of you getting to, to a very specific place in your business, all right? So next point right here. Right here, I wanna get to what Riley said, um, I'm sorry, Anthony said, the most important person in the building, as I said, is the gatekeeper, right? And uh, to finish this and go to Riley Smith's slides, he finished with what Riley started. Both agree that getting listings it's all about confidence. Getting listings, guys, is all about confidence. And Riley said exactly the same thing. It's not about how beautiful your presentation looks. It's not about your company. It's not about how much experience you have. It's how much the seller trusts you, how much the seller puts confidence, sees the confidence in you to perform and sell the property.
And as Riley said, it's not going to happen overnight, but it's not about the beautiful presentation in the iPad or on the computer. It's not about the logo. And Riley says, it's not even about the logo. It's not about the company. It's about you. How much confidence you radiate to the person you're making the listing presentation to. Again, two of the biggest agents in the country agree that it's all about confidence. It's not about the presentation. It's not about the folder. It's not about the pre-qualification. It's not about the objections. It's not about the, the, the logo. It's about your confidence. That being said, I'm going to go to the next slide, which is all about uh, uh, Riley right here. All right. And you can see it right here. So that's Anthony does those. And he spoke for an hour, um, an hour and a half. He made the presentation on his screen sheet, which is asking questions, a pre-qualifying question. So again, Anthony is very, very methodical, right? He goes step by step by step, and he won't skip any step. His staff, staff won't skip any step, step, and he's extremely successful at it, right? He has a pre-listing package, a listing package. He has a very specific step-by-step -step procedure after going to a listing presentation, whether he gets the listing or not. Riley right here, and you see the way he dresses, you know, very business oriented, right? Riley, look at Riley. This is Riley right here. And I wanna start, this is, this is not the way he dressed for our workshop. This is the way Riley dresses for everything. I'm gonna give you, uh, I'm gonna tell you something that happened about three years ago. About three years ago, Inman, Inman the publication, they do a huge uh, event, right? Every two, three months uh, in San Francisco, New York, and they did Inman on the road and they did it here. And they asked me to close the event. It was a huge, huge event, about 2,000 people, a lot, a lot of people in the event. And they, they also asked me, who would I think would be a good agent to bring on stage to talk about how to increase the number of listings? And I, you know, suggested to Inman organizers to bring Anthony Askowith and Riley Smith. I suggested to bring both, and they did. They brought Anthony, Riley, and a woman from Naples, Florida. For those of you who are familiar with Florida, you know that Naples is a very, very high-end area. And uh, let me give you, let me put this on, 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 uh, on big screen so you can see my face. So here's the very, very interesting point. The lady comes from, from Naples, I forgot her name, very in a red dress, red shoes, high heels. I mean, impeccable, impeccable blue eyes in her 50s, but she looked amazing, amazing, very proper. She sat down. Then Anthony comes, right, in a tie. Formal tie, not a, you know, looking like $3,000, $4,000 suit, not a professional suit, professional tie, you know, a tie, red tie, black, black, black or blue suit, he sat down. And then in front of all these people came Riley, right? With chance that, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the short uh, uh, shirt, shorts, very, very relaxed. That woman won like, she couldn't believe it, right? But once Riley started talking, right everybody went on off like they did with anthony and the lady but again it's not about how you dress it's not about your company it's not about the logo it's about how what you deliver all right and riley will always dress like this and he lives in an area that is very laid back and that's his approach by the way to everything as you can see his approach to everything so riley is completely the opposite and by the way is it working i guess so 
He's the number one listing agent in Miami. Not one of the top ones, the number one. So I wanted to give you today two very different approaches to listing properties, both being extremely successful, all right? So Riley goes like that too. And by the way, in the area where Riley works, it's called, for those of you not in South Florida, I see a lot of people from Orlando, from different cities. For those of you who are not in South Florida, he works in a very specific area called Coconut Grove. That's his area, right? Those are two, three, four, five million dollar properties. That's ocean, that's waterfront. That's by the bay. Those are very, that's one of the highest uh, high-end uh, uh, high end neighborhoods in Miami. Very, very high-end. And look at him, very relaxed, all right? Now, this is his approach to his presentation. He does not pre-qualify. Anthony pre-qualifies every single person, all right? He just wants to go to the presentation and meet the owner, right? He doesn't pre-qualify. He says, Riley, you have an appointment with the Mr. Seller at 3.30 p.m. And he just goes. That's it. He doesn't even take a listing presentation computer. Guys, Riley doesn't even take the listing agreement. One more time. Riley doesn't even take the listing agreement, nothing, none, zero, zero, no material. And he says it because it's all about confidence. I know what I'm talking about. Most likely they've seen me before. I just want to make sure that I go there thinking about whether I want to do business with this person. And if I do, how much of a relationship can I develop? That is it. That's his strategy. He wants to go there. He doesn't want to force anything. He wants to make sure that he, the client is a right fit for him. And if it is, he wants to develop a long-term relationship with that person because he says, I know he's not the, or going to be the only person. He can refer me a lot of people. So I want to get to know that person. And if that person is not the right fit for me, I don't want the listing. Um, yet I am so laid back and no, not after the business that my team will email them the listing agreement. All right. I just want to make sure that we are the right fit for each other. And he says, it's all about the confidence. I want to be the first one there. All right. I want to make sure that I develop that relationship. And it's go if it's going to be, it's going to be. If not, he has a very important word that he, he, he's, he usually, uh, uh, he, he uses all the time, which is next. That's it. Next. Here's a very important point. Riley can do that. And please pay very close attention to this. Riley can do that because he generates enough leads. He has, he's a lead generating machine. He has people calling. He has advertising everywhere. So when you have enough leads, then you work with the people that are most qualified and feed your philosophy. If not, you go and say next. Got it, guys? So it's all about your confidence. It's all about the confidence. No PowerPoint, no computer. It's going to give myself the confidence. It's all about what I know. And I study my market every single day. Second point says, nobody's born a listing agent. Nobody's born a listing agent, which brings me to a third topic, which I know most of you are going to go, oh, my God, what? Yes. I was interviewing Riley about a month and a half ago and the GEOs. The GEOs are the highest producing team for Coldwell Banker in the country. They're number one in Florida 
for the whole state of Florida, they're the number one producing team. Riley's team is the number one in terms of transactions, over 200 transactions. Got it? Now, here's a very important thing. When I was interviewing both of them on a stage in Broward County, Riley said, it's going to take you about five years to become a good listing agent. And it's going to take you about 10 years to become a great listing agent. People almost died, right? And then the GILs reaffirm that statement. They said, yes, it is true. It's going to take you a while, right? As I said, the sooner you start developing your listing skills, the sooner you start the marketing, the sooner you're going to get the listings. However, it is not going to happen overnight. But the sooner you start, the sooner you're going to see a huge jump increase in your business. By the way, there's space for everybody in your market. Riley said, I have about 18, I'm about, I don't know, eight, what is it, 12, 13% market share in my area. So don't worry about competition. Keep going at it. Keep going at it. Develop your marketing skills. Develop your presentation skills. Develop that confidence. It's going to take you about five years to become a good listing agent and about 10 years to become a great listing agent. Anthony and Riley, they do not work with buyers, all right? So very, very important point. Uh, and I think it was very important to, to others, five to seven years to become a top listing agent, all right? So I'm gonna finish with those two right here. If you have any questions, I'll be more than glad to answer them. Let me share with you the screen again so you can see another statement he made that I think it was very profound. Uh, Good, all right, so two more things. You have to see it to delete it. Anybody have an idea of what he meant by that? You have to see it to delete it. It has to do with marketing. Anybody have any idea of what he what he meant by, you have to see it to delete it. And it's about, mark. it's a marketing tool. One more time, you have to see it to delete it. What do you think it is? You have to see it to delete it. What do you think it is? What do you think it is? You have to see it to delete it. Very, very important point, right? Guys, very, very important point. All right, John says, email, exactly, John, you got it. So he says in the, in the workshop, my number one tool for marketing, it's email. Here's a beautiful thing, he said, in order to delete it, you have to see it, guys. Understand that your number one marketing tool, it's still email marketing. Riley said it, Anthony said it. If you do not have an email marketing automated sequence for buyers and sellers, stop trying to generate leads. You need to automate the system because if you pay Zillow, Trulia, Postcards, Facebook, you are going to get the leads, but it's not about the leads, it's about converting those leads. And the easiest and fastest way to help you achieve that conversion is through email marketing. Because fortunately, in order to delete it, first you have to see it. And selling is not an event. Selling, it's a process, right? Email marketing allows you, it's the easiest, the best tool to allow you to position yourself as the expert of choice and keep yourself current in your client's mind. Remember, out of sight, out of mind. Thanks 
for, to email, you can be in your client's side, in your client's mind, at least two, three times a day. One more time that I'm going to say that I forgot to say it, he, put it here. I asked Riley, let me, let me stop screen sharing because I want to tell you this. I asked Riley, Riley, how many times do you email your database a week? How many times? Guys, how many times do you think Riley emails his database a week? He has a database over 120 or 140,000 people. How many times do you think Riley emails his database? Very, very important. I think it was a nine opener for most people in the in the in the uh, in the in the workshop. How many times do you think Riley emails his database? In a weekly basis well you're going to be extremely extremely surprised I knew the answer of course I've been working and Leanne says seven times Hugo says two times right and that's two times a week right how many times do you think he emails his database in a weekly basis well let me tell you exactly how many times three to four times a day. Three to four times a day. That is Riley Smith, the number one agent in Miami. Over 300 transactions close, right? Now, of course, he has a lot of content. He says, you know, when you're closing 300 transactions, you have just listed, just pending, just sold, opportunities right you have a lot of information now i'm not asking you to email people three to four times a day what i'm asking you is to pump up right to increase the frequency of your email marketing because remember guys if you're not doing it other agents are doing it you need to email your database at a minimum at a minimum of two times per week Again, Riley has a lot of information. I just wanted to stress the importance of emailing your database. Riley emails people three to four times a day. And he says, you know, some people are going to unsubscribe. I'm okay with it. Next. Got it? Very, very, very important. Again, I'm not saying or suggesting that if you don't have that many listings or content, you email your people three to five, four times a day. I'm just stressing the importance of having enough frequency and consistency in your email marketing campaigns. If you don't have Octopus right now, you gotta get it. If you don't have an email marketing automation system, it might be Octopus or something else. You gotta get that before you keep generating leads. Last point I wanna make on that, it's open houses. I asked him, what's your number one lead generation source? And I was very surprised when I hear the answer. He said, open houses. That's it, open houses. He's generating two or three leads from open houses. He uses a very methodic uh, training for open houses. By the way, we have a very similar training within coaching. Download the open guide, the open house guide. Number one lead generation for the number one listing agent in Dade County in Miami, Florida, it's open houses. How many open houses? And he said every single agent should be doing at least two open houses per week. Per week, every single agent should be doing at least two open houses per week. My question to you is how many open houses are you doing in a weekly basis? All right, guys. So it's been 30 minutes. If you have any questions, I'll be more.
then glad to answer them for you, right? So again, very important, let's recap. For two, and if you have any questions, I'll be more than glad, glad to answer that for you. I know you asked a lot of questions in the forum. Make sure you keep asking in the forum. Let's recap. To me, the most important thing that I got from the workshop last week, that is all about confidence. We have different agents, and, and in the next session, I'm going to talk about Nivaldo Soria and Oscar Turan, two amazing, amazing agents. And all of them uh, do different things, and all of them do different things in a different way. The two things that all of them have in common is that they're adamant, adamant about developing their knowledge, right? They truly know their area better than anybody else. They are experts in their area. And the second expertise they have developed is the ability to generate leads. They have different styles, but the four of them know exactly where they stand, know their area better than anybody else, and they do enough marketing, not only to generate leads, but to convert those leads. It's the same thing we said very, very, very many times in coaching. It's all about the frequency and consistency about developing your specialized knowledge. It's all about the frequency and consistency about marketing. It's all about the frequency and consistency about talking to enough people. At the end of the day, I want you to make sure that you're developing your specialized knowledge so you at the end can develop more meaningful relationships as Anthony and Riley and specifically Riley said, it's all about the relationships that I'm building. But I can only develop strong business relationships if I have something of value to offer. One more time, I can only develop meaningful business relationships if I have something of value to offer. And my heart and my willingness to help people is not enough. I need to have a very set specific skills or knowledge that other people value. That's why specialized knowledge is so important. Right. Liam says, are these open houses that Riley hosts or does he does other agents do the open house? Ooh, very good, Liam. Yeah. Riley won't do an open house. Right. He invests his time. His main job is to develop relationships. And he says everything else is handled by the team. He doesn't even bring a listing. Very good question, Liam. He doesn't even bring the listing uh, uh, agreement. His team takes care of signing or, or uh, signing the, the, uh, the listing agreement with the seller. All right. He won't do any of that. His only job is to develop relationships, talking to people, talking to sellers, see if they are the right, right fit for their business. And that is it. That is it. Liam, he doesn't even bring the listing agreement to the appointment. That's the extreme, the extreme, extreme of fully, completely delegated business. Right. And that's why he's so, so, so productive. He's delegating everything. And he said it at the beginning. I couldn't delegate everything, but I've planned my business to start delegating bit by bit by bit by bit. And after 16, 17 years in the business, I've been able to pretty much delegate everything. On Fridays, Riley goes out on the boat here in Miami. He does not work on Fridays, Saturdays, or Sundays. So he won't do any open house. Right. Very good. But if you're a new agent, you want to get those leads and start developing the relationships. Again, at the end, from Riley, what I learned the most is that he's focused on generating leads and seeing from those leads how he can develop relationships. It's going to shorter the time for you to become a great listing agent. Hugo said, thank you. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Natalia says, how to do open houses if you do not have a single listing? Very, very good, Natalia. Talk to your broker. 
your broker will provide you with the listings you need to do open houses. Your broker will talk to other more experienced agents in your office and he will ask him to give you those listings, by the way, or talk to any other agent that you know and share the commission if you get a referral from that. Many, many, many listing agents do not have the time and don't want to do it, especially if they're uh, experienced agents, they don't want to do the open houses. A junior agent will do the open house. So talk to an agent or talk to your broker. They will give you the listing and you agree with them that if you generate any, any uh, uh, leads that lead you to a close, you will share the commission with them. It works. It's a win-win situation for the agent, for the broker, and of course, for you. Hugo, happy 2020 and Merry Christmas to all. Merry, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to all of you. This is the last session of 2020. We will come back again on January the 6th. We're going to close starting next week. So this is our last week. All right. We're going to be off for two weeks. Any questions you have, please make sure you ask them this week. I will see you January 6th. 2020. Many of you already, thank you guys. Many of you sent me from last week your goals from 2020. I received a lot of your listings goals for the first quarter of 2020. Last week, we focused specifically on your goals for the first quarter of 2020 in terms, again, in terms of listings. I received so many of your goals, so many emails that I have not gotten to back to every single person. This week, I'll do so. So for those of you who send me your email telling me exactly how many listings you wanted to get, by Q, by the end of Q1 2020, I will get back to you this week, I promise. All right, Scott, Merry Christmas, heading to my old Kentucky home. Ooh, nice, nice. Well, completely different from Miami, Scott. So I hope you had a great, great time. You see your family, enjoy. Gloria, happy holidays. Louis, happy belated birthday. Yes, last Wednesday, the 11th was my birthday. Thank you very much to all of you that said uh, happy birthday to me. Louis, Merry Christmas. Mabel, happy holidays to everyone. It's been my pleasure to serve you in 2019. Gives me the chills. Not only have been my pleasure, but I hope to serve you and give you all the value you need in 2020 to increase your business. One more time. It's been my pleasure to serve you, and I hope to continue doing so in 2020. My number one for 2020, my number one goal for 2020, other than developing more meaningful relationship, business relationships, is to provide you with so, so, so much value that you see your business increase two, five, seven, tenfold. I'm here to help you accomplish that. Christina, happy holidays, happy, healthy, and successful New Year to everybody. Tammy, happy Hanukkah as well, 2020. Jackie, happy holidays to all. George, happy holidays. Guys, bless to all of you. Thank you very much for entrusting your education, your training, your sales, and lead generate your, your lead and lead generation skills to us. It is a pleasure. We do it with all our heart. Thank you very much. I'll see you January 6th. Happy, happy holiday. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.